All right, and that was the last song of the night for Hayden's Pit Stops and Whatnot Radio here. Tonight on Hayden's Pit Stops, Radios and Whatnot, we're going to be going over a brand new slasher film that just came out, ladies and gentlemen. Now, it is 1978, and as a lot of you guys know, that horror trend, it is moving right now through this nice little era. Yes, it is. And, and you know, the, uh, the, the horror uh, landscape has been changing. We got Texas Chainsaw four years ago, mm-hmm. uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So we checked out this new movie called Halloween, directed by this new up-and-comer, John Carpenter. Yeah, now I've never heard of this guy personally. He doesn't seem like a cool cat that would come on a radio show and talk horror like us. You see, uh, as I'm watching this thing, I'm just thinking, wow, I would rather watch Psycho. This is this is dog shit. It was made oh, on a... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, let me, let, let me give you a little something about this John Carpenter guy. Uh, he went to like some school for film. That's kind of pretentious, bro. Um, he had the thing from another world, a Howard Hawks film in this movie. Who the fuck watches Howard Hawks films? I know. Uh, this fucking Jamie Lee Curtis, bro, she can't act. Well, I think the biggest issue with the entire film is that the uh, the uh, antagonist in the movie, this Michael Myers, he's just he doesn't speak, he doesn't quip. He he's doesn't... William Shatner, bro. Basically, I mean, literally, Leatherface is a more likable character yeah. than what we got here. I mean, gosh, it, it it just looks like William Shatner from uh, Star Trek. I'm just telling you, man. It feels like this is a ripoff of better slashers that have come before. Oh yeah, you, uh, this really small underground movie called Black Christmas from a couple years ago. Oh yeah, you may not have seen that. No, but, like, I did. That, I did peyote yeah. when I watched that. Yeah, you did peyote. Bro? I did peyote when I watched nice. that. Uh, but yeah, like that movie was so fucking good. It had that guy from uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. That fucking boring movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that movie was great, and this movie just feels like a bad ripoff of it because it it's really just does. some guy in like I mean, overalls and a white mask. Like that's so <laughs> not scary, bro. I don't know if you'll dig this, my brother, but I just want to tell you this: the creature from the Black Lagoon would clear this Michael Myers fella. Oh, creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah, he would fucking clear him out. Frankenstein, yeah. clear him out. Oh, sorry, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, uh, you got to get it right. I mean, damn, Boris Karloff himself <laughs> I smoke would weed with fucking clear. <laughs> What oh. the fuck, dude? Yeah, you weren't invited. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Boris Carlo was like, I just don't like your co-host. I can't dig it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Okay. All right. Uh, welcome Hayden's back. pulled his drink. Okay, yes, I did spill my drink before we started recording, and I had to... Uh, we'll, we'll Hayden's get to... pulled his drink. We know, yes. Like a little pee-pee boy. <laughs> I, I cried so hard because I, I filled it up after the movie, set it on the ground because it's not big enough to fit in the cup holder. I'm like, I'm going to have something to sip on during the, the review here. And then psh, all over my fucking carpet. Yeah. Anywho, so welcome back to Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Uh, today, yes, we're going to be talking about Halloween Ends. Uh, many people did not think that uh, Brian would be back for this, which we should give an announcement. Hello. Yeah, we should give an announcement. Uh, Brian, you no longer go by Brian. Is that correct? I, uh, this is a scary moment. I didn't think I'd be doing this on the podcast. Well, we're supposed to be a very inclusive yes. podcast. All right. So I uh, recently have come to the uh, re- realization whatever yeah. the fucking word would be, Reality. that I am trans. Mm-hmm. That might rub some people wrong. Some people might think I'm just, you know, saying this because ooh, it'll get uh, listeners and clicks. Um, that's not how the internet works, and that's not how fucking podcasts work. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm I'm trans. Um, I, I prefer to go by Danny mm-hmm. uh, right now, short for Daniela. Um, and yeah. Uh, she, her, all that jam. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm sorry that my voice isn't high. Well, what can you do? I mean, uh, uh, I just found uh, out. I just found out about it two weeks ago, and I was like, "Well, shit, you know, we're gonna be uh, recording a podcast upcoming yes, soon." Yes, I was wondering how we were gonna handle this situation. Yeah. I didn't know if we were just gonna like temporarily sweep it under the rug and be like, "Nope." But uh, yeah, I appreciate this because now I don't feel like we have to, you know, hide something from somebody or anybody. Yeah. So um, uh, so Halloween ends. Yeah, Halloween ends is the. Uh, I don't want to assume but i get the i get the idea from what little conversation we've had beforehand was uh you you are not a fan of this movie. i want you to go first damn it oh i'm sorry <laughs> i always let the co-hosts give their opinions oh uh, my apologies i i'm the original co-host i know i get to do what i fucking oh, okay want. that's true um yeah i i don't know i want the first about 45 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. not a huge fan because okay. it it feels very CW. Yeah, feels very like I I don't really watch CW shows, but I'm gonna go ahead and say like it feels Riverdale esque. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It feels very like yeah. uh, young adult uh, drama bullshit. Mm-hmm. Once we get into the fucking kills, though, they're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll probably drop a spoiler warning, so I'm not gonna get too far into it. But mm-hmm. um, we get a new character named Corey. Mm-hmm. Corey Cunningham, mm-hmm. and this is like the first fucking what five minutes of the movie, so I don't consider it spoilers. Yeah. Um, but spoiler warning, just in case, uh, he is. It, it the movie starts on 2019, which mm-hmm. is a year after Halloween Kills, mm-hmm. uh, and he is coming in to babysit some kid named Jeremy, while uh, the parents go to some party, mm-hmm. and the kid ends up being a little shithead. Uh, locking Corey in the attic of the house and, like, you know, uh, trying to prank him. And Corey accidentally kills him. Um, It's... What a fucking cold open for a movie. Yeah. Uh... I mean, they killed a kid in the first ten minutes, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta give them props for that. Yeah, not yeah. everyone has the confidence to just straight up kill a kid in the first ten minutes of their movie. It's not a common occurrence, so we have to give it ten out of ten for just this yeah. whole fact. But full um, stars. Yeah, uh, Ebert would be happy. Okay, so now for the cynical guy that everybody is probably waiting to hear about his thoughts on. Oh, so as a lot of you guys know, uh, I'm not a fan of the Halloween franchise. I respect John Carpenter's original movie. I do like the original Halloween. Uh, It's not my favorite Carpenter film. I still like The Thing, They Live, and a couple of his other movies a lot more, but I have grown to appreciate this movie a lot more, especially considering I watched Halloween 2 for one time in my life, and I didn't like it at all. I watched uh, H2O for one time in my life, didn't like it at all. I watched Halloween 20... that was the one that you were like, it's alright. I don't remember, man. It's been a while since I've seen it. We did a podcast of it, and I don't think I have it anymore. Um, So, then I saw Halloween 2018 in theaters, with uh, Danny, and then after that, I saw it a couple times afterward, and I just said to myself, we, "So the the dynamic of us watching 2018 was weird. It was because yeah. we were both we were still in high school. We saw it with a couple friends. Mm-hmm. We saw it opening night, which was nice. Yeah, um, we saw it in a nice theater. Yep, uh, and I didn't like it. Yeah, Hayden liked it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the guy who doesn't like Halloween liked it. Yeah, and the I." Uh. I you know, longtime fan. I avoided spoilers and everything for that movie. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it, and then I rewatched it later, and I was like, "Oh, I'm dumb." <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so continue, so, anyways, um, 2018, I liked. Uh, then you and I saw Halloween Kills. And I remember we came out of that, did a podcast immediately after, and was like, 
uh, I think it's okay. And then just as time went on, as I was driving home after dropping you off, I was like, actually, that movie fucking sucks. And oh, I went on yeah. Letterboxd and logged my thoughts oh, on yeah. it. Uh, I think out the gate, okay, out the gate on the Halloween Kills podcast, you were a little bit more like, um, I, I would say conservative. You weren't out mm-hmm. with your feelings on it as yeah. much. Because uh, you, I think you initially thought that I was going to like it. Mm-hmm. And I think there were like, you know, I liked the kills and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I didn't like it. So once it got to the point where I was like, yeah, I don't fucking like this movie. You were like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so now the uh, the big, big. Finale. Yeah. Finale decision maker. Uh, what did what did I think of it? So, OK, not as bad as Halloween kills. It's not necessarily like... God is dead. <laughs> I can see fires starting already. So, so here's the thing. I don't think it's a particularly good movie. I wouldn't say it's okay either. I think it falls into that middle ground meh tier for me. Like most kind of movies like this where schlock, I'm just... Schlock, but not good schlock. Like schlock, but I would never watch it again. If that makes sense. Because, like I said, not a big fan of the Halloween franchise, but at the same time, there are a lot of fucking problems with this movie on top of a lot of good stuff in this movie. Because I will admit, it feels like they cleaned up a lot of the problems from Kills and even addressed it a little bit. Oh, yeah. They do carry over one of the themes from Kills, which I'm not really a big fan of, which we'll dissect as time goes on. But overall, I would say this movie was just very meh. I didn't really, like, hate it or love it. I'm going to forget about it probably by next month. But, like, it wasn't a waste of time. It was nice to see how this, I guess, new trilogy ends oh you are surely mistaken hayden we're gonna be re-watching this movie every day for the next month so you don't forget it i'm gonna be locked in your basement <laughs> or you just hear fucking oh hayden it's time to watch uh so i took my night mike stalaska notes mike yeah i took he my took, i took, took notes, notes the whole movie and they look like he had the fucking he had the paper folded in the four quadrants yeah. and he just kept flipping it over so it looks like the fucking Joker <laughs> wrote these goddamn it's notes. It's like chicken scratch somewhat. <laughs> it looks it like was I dark just... In the th- it was. And I, I did see it in IMAX. By mistake. I meant Hayden to... Hayden got high as fuck one night. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, when, I, when I was looking at tickets on AMC because uh, I wasn't going to get them at Regal because we had a bad experience last time at Regal because... <laughs> The well, person couldn't read their fucking tickets. Yeah, the person couldn't read their tickets. And so I was like, okay, AMC, I'll just buy a regular standard 2D ticket. Well, my dumb ass clicked on IMAX. And then I was like, why did I pay 32 fucking dollars for tickets for two people? And then I was like, oh, I bought them an IMAX. Whoops. But I mean, I guess it wasn't bad because like it did enhance it somewhat. But like, I still would probably never pay to see this again in IMAX no. or any Halloween uh, movie. The, the John Carpenter score was the probably at least like top two best parts of the movie oh it's probably probably, it's the best part it's still the best part um it sounded great in imax Mm -hmm. uh fucking amazing there wasn't enough of it yeah there probably should have been a lot more um because like there were hold on sorry there were uh frequent instances where it would just play like what felt like generic like electro pop or Mm -hmm. something and i was like this would be so much better with the John Carpenter score, though. Yeah. It was like, it felt so... Mm-hmm. It felt CW-ish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you and I are probably going to differ on characters in this movie, which that's uh, fine. Um, but I want to I wanna just kind of ask a question. Do you want to run through the plot of this thing and dissect it? Yeah, we can okay. do a quick plot run through. So, um, Go ahead. We'll see. Fuck. How <laughs> the pressure's on. Uh... After Corey accidentally killed that kid, we get the jump cut 
to, or I mean, I mean the title card, my mm-hmm. apologies. Uh, and it's doing, you know, this pumpkin inside a pumpkin thing, which I don't fucking get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as everyone knows, mm-hmm. no one knows, the title card has the same font as Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, because they did a little fucking running thing with that. And, mm-hmm. okay. Um, Holy shit, I actually forgot what happened. To- <laughs> okay, so I'll give Credits. a quick plot synopsis of this movie. So, basically, Laurie Strode has moved on from the trauma of Halloween oh, yeah. Kills. Um, Allison is now living with her, and basically the two of them are having, like, this kind of, like, daughter-figure dynamic while Laurie's yeah. trying to be a supportive grandma. Laurie's been going to therapy. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Allison is falling for this Corey character who's new in the series, and basically he's being harassed by the town for a murder that he committed, even though it was an accident, like uh, Danny had said earlier. We, we know it was an accident because yeah. we saw it happen. Um, but the town keeps gaslighting him and making him go crazy a little bit and it starts to cause Corey to like question himself a little bit if he does have a bit of evil inside of him well it isn't until he comes into an encounter with Michael Myers where that evil is unleashed and the town of Haddonfield now has to go through another night of Halloween with a new killer unleashed with the old killer mentoring him which yes. I'll get into my thoughts on that a little bit okay. later but um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try and walk through this baby as like softly as we can yeah so um, um, like you said like we ran through the beginning that uh, Corey accidentally Dentally kills this kid basically it's not his fault indirectly but this kid yeah. falls off a balcony smashes his face God, and fucking dies <laughs> like say what you will if you know if you think that people laughing at gore and stuff is terrible mm. that's fine you can have your opinion yeah that was fucking awesome yeah <laughs> it was like the uh scene in halloween kills where he kicks the door mm-hmm. and the gun just flies back and she shoots herself on accident yeah it's like this movie has such great fucking kills yeah so uh then we get an opening monologue from laurie just recapping the series basically and yeah. everything that's led up to it even including halloween kills sadly <laughs> um and as we go through this recap we've learned a couple things about laurie one she's completely moved on from the crazy trap house she is now just living in like a quaint little house as a grand on baking goods and stuff yeah uh, I, she's a writer now also about like the trauma experiences that she had with michael which is a really good development for her um allison is basically like i would say in college or just doing like a nursing career because she's grown up in those oh, four yeah. in that four-year time jump um and then the coolest part of it is that it seems mostly haddonfield has moved on from michael myers like there's still mass hysteria in there like they're keeping some of that halloween kills theme in there of like oh the town still is reeling about yeah. michael evil dies tonight and like there are killers that are going around just murdering people and like there's a line where hawkins comes across two bodies that are shot in a truck and goes michael myers doesn't use guns so they're still keeping that stupid shit about michael causing mass hysteria and fear which i wish was not in this because they should have moved on by like by now it's been four fucking years guys like come on yeah um but i do gotta say to be fair there's a lot of towns like that in america uh, the town where the Mothman was, they still think the Mothman's committing murders. Well, uh, he's a Batman villain. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I I don't see that as unrealistic because that is okay. that is a lot of, like, small-town shit happens like that where okay. they just go, like, mass hysteria about the Jersey Devil or mm-hmm. the Mothman, and Michael Myers just so happens to be, like, on that level for that town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, as we see with the dynamic with Allison and Lori, Lori is trying her best to basically be a supportive grandma, but Allison is kind of, like, doing her own thing. You can tell she wants to get away from Haddonfield, and yeah. that's where this Corey character comes into place. He's gifted a motorcycle by his father. He's trying to, you know, come out of his, like, little geeky persona a little bit, but he keeps getting put down by the town. There are these really... Uh, these 
teenage actors who play these bullies are so fucking bad. It's oh. not even funny. Oh. They are that terrible CW, actors. That fucking CW shit. Yeah. It feels like I'm watching... I don't watch Riverdale, so I apologize if I offend somebody. Mm-hmm. But it feels like I'm watching fucking Riverdale sometimes with how the drama is handled in this uh, Seriously, movie. on Because the, the bullies feel so nothing. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, and I want to bring up this complaint. That's a David Gordon Green thing. He always introduces new characters that are just there to die. And I fucking hate that about him somewhat because that's all Halloween Kills was. We brought back all these characters to die. There are characters like that in the original Halloween 2018. Like, the two cops have a conversation about the fucking little brownie they brought. Just introduced to die. Uh, I wanted to mention something. Um... It's in relation to Corey okay. and Allison. You mm-hmm. know that, uh, I think it's a cop or something that keeps, like, uh, he, like, pulls Allison over. Oh, and that he, yeah. blonde. His, he's, like, a tall, kind of heavyset yeah. guy. He, he, he reminds me of, like, Mulaney. yeah, he reminds me of a bigger version of the pilot from Top Gun Maverick, that asshole one that becomes oh. friends with, uh, uh Miles Teller by yeah. the ending. Uh, wow, yeah, kind of. He kind of looks like him if he was, like, just a little thicker, you know? But, uh, what I was going to say is, in Halloween Kills, there are these kids, and I believe they're the Mulaney's, aren't they? I don't know. I I think he's supposed to be, like, the like older the, version the of one version of The grown-up version of one of the Mulaney's. Yeah. That was like, okay, we introduced them here, so we have mm. to make them a thing here. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 like, they just said the name Mulaney, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, this also starts, like, the little romance between Corey and Allison, because after Corey is pushed around by the comically CW bullies, he gets glass in his hand, and Lori comes up and is like... Oh, he wanna... squeezes a milk bottle. Yeah, and uh, Lori's like, well, do you want to pop their tires, or should I do it? They pop the bullies' tires, they move on, go to the hospital, and then Allison instantly just starts kind of, like, falling in love with Corey, and yeah. it gets a little rushed and hammy, like, very, yes. very much... It feels like a Hallmark movie, which I want to point that out. There's a scene in the supermarket with Hawkins and Laurie feels straight out of a Hallmark movie oh, with yeah. how fucking badly shot it is. And the dialogue, ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm also going to give another complaint that I have. The dialogue and romance scenes in this are not mm. good. They are not good at all. That's never been a Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. There, it, it, and like, we're, we're in 2022 where this stuff should be better because we have yeah. good rom-coms out there. But, yeah. like, ew, um, this sucks. It, <laughs> There was, yeah, it, there was, like, a lot of, like, really bad, awkward flirting. Like, you know, awkward flirting can't mm-hmm. be done well. Yeah. It was a lot of really bad, awkward flirting. Yeah. Um, Allison, like you said, Allison and Corey, their shit got rushed. Like, if, Yeah. Um, it kind of uh, reminded me of, like, the... It was like the generic Bonnie and Clyde story for mm-hmm. a while, almost. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Yeah, and it's, it's Bonnie also... Bonnie and Clyde. Halloween 2018. 2018, yeah. 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 Um, The goddamn it. Yeah, but um, we also see that Lori still kind of has, like, that guilt inside of her because... Spoiler alert, the drone lady from Halloween Kills is alive, right? Oh, yeah. And I was, I almost laughed my ass off at how stupid it kind of was, because she's like, she can't speak, her throat is fucking fucked up, and you're the reason, you alienated, you brought that him, you brought him on us, and I'm like, what? There's a lot of victim blaming yeah in this where uh to Corey and Lori ironically to Corey, Lori and Allison yeah um Allison kind of the least Allison the least but she still gets it yeah. especially like at one point she gets it from Corey, I think yeah um, but yeah there's a lot of victim blaming where it's like you uh you know you could have stopped this you kept thinking about it it's like what the fuck were they supposed to do yeah, they were traumatized by this shit they have PTSD yeah. <laughs> uh it, it, 
and I do... I don't hate that aspect. Mm-hmm. I just think it could be handled a little bit better. Oh, it could be. Because, 110%. like, there, there is a... Like, it, it, it also does tie into, you know, a lot of modern society, a lot of modern small communities where there is, you know, victim blaming and yeah. stuff like that when, uh, you know, somebody gets attacked or something. There is a lot of victim blaming, mm-hmm. so... It could have been handled better, but I don't hate it. It's not great it's not writing te- at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, oh, the writing in this movie is awful. Oh, it's dog shit. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, but anyways, so as this little relationship develops between Allison and Corey, they go to a Halloween party together, right? And I would have loved it if we just didn't see the party because here's something I like about John Carpenter's original Halloween. They talk about this high school dance, right? And this party yeah. that's going on. We never see that party. They, we just see the aftermath of uh, the guy with glasses. I think his name's Bob and the... the blonde girl. They just drive up in the car and get out and go upstairs to fuck. I think the party is supposed to be the next day in that movie. Well, they're, they're dressed up for Halloween. I don't... I would assume. I oh, are you know. talking about in the uh, the original the John Carpenter? Yeah, one? John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Uh, they're not dressed up. They're wearing regular seventies clothes. Okay. Well, they went to some sort of dance because Lori's like, "Oh, I can't go to this dance anyways." Yeah. So she um, uh, she says, "I'd like to go, but nobody wants to go yeah. with me." And yeah. so, like, I kind of love that because John Carpenter's whole focus of the original is just like what evil kind of can become, and like the focus yeah. is on Michael and his pursuit of these teenagers. Yes. This one and the problem I also had with 2018 is we see the party shit and we have like. Like, in 2018, we had the stupid-ass... Uh, yeah, we have the stupid-ass drama between Cameron and Allison in the first movie and the friend that wanted to just basically flirt with Allison behind Cameron's back. Yeah. And then in this one, it's like we have the party montage and shit, which just kind of feels not really for the Halloween franchise. And then we get the victim dumping again with the mom of the son that fell off the balcony. Yeah, the, uh... That's... <sighs> I can understand why the mom uh, was did what freaking she did, out, but... but at the same time, it's like, what was is? I, I guess it's a movie, yeah. so I guess you can't, you know. <laughs> so can I give you my spicy hot uh, take with Corey? He reminds me a lot of Billy from It. Think about this a little bit. So there is a child, technically like a brother. Billy's a stutterer, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So think about this. Billy had his brother, right? Uh, Richie, right? Entrusted to him to like He's watch over him. He's responsible Georgie. for him. Yeah. There's an accident that happens. The town starts gaslighting him and people don't trust him anymore, right? Yeah. And it sends him kind of like down this downward spiral of like kind of getting angry at himself and everything. And it's kind of projected into Pennywise, like the, the clown that keeps terrorizing uh-huh. him, right? And he keeps bringing up that trauma by shape-shifting into that trauma, right? Uh-huh. It's the same shit with the town. Corey walks around and gets trauma dumped on and keeps getting told he's a murderer and a monster and stuff, and it's what causes him to snap a little bit, but it goes in a different direction from it, whereas in It, they finally confront that fear and defeat Pennywise. Corey embraces it as time goes yeah. on. So, I guess you want to dive into that? Yeah, we might as well. So, so Corey uh, is met up, like these bullies uh, mm-hmm. come up to Corey and uh, they, 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 he, they throw him off a bridge. Yeah, that's what happens. It's yeah. an over or an overpass, I guess. Yeah, basically. Um, they throw him off, and he gets like pulled into the sewers by some homeless guy, and Michael Myers. Was it attacked. Michael or the homeless? Because the homeless guy just sat the, there. I think there's uh, multiple like homeless people, but they only show like oh, one okay. or two or something, because the guy. Um, that attacks him. Remember, he says, like... Give me the mask. Where's the fucking mask? Yeah. He, said, he says that, and he's like, uh, we dragged you in there uh, for him or something mm. like that. But, um... Yeah, so Michael Myers attacks him and starts choking him through a crack in the wall in the sewer. Mm. And Michael Myers looks into his eyes, and... 
projects his evil no, into Corey. What he does but is he sees Corey's story. It, okay, and this figures is figures out what's happening with him. Lets him go. This this that, that's also a problem I have. Yes, is they're going for this supernatural shit with Michael? But which yes, yeah, he he yeah. is he is a supernatural killer. That that's been proven in the series. He survived so much shit. I but shot like, him six times. That's where you go too far to me. To where I start just going, no, this is stupid. This is really fucking so, dumb. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, you don't like the where he, I like, don't he, like, he, like, where he looks into his eyes. Because like, I'm like, no, that that's like in a movie where we have like that demonized shit where it's like, oh, we're looking into the soul of a person. Oh, and like for Michael, for, yeah, for Halloween, it's a slasher. Like, we're not trying to go into deep I, shit like that. Yeah, so I appreciate them trying to do something just, different with it. It's executed pretty horribly. Yeah, that's like the big complaint a lot of people have is like, all slashers are the same. Mm-hmm. So I do like when people do something different with it i will say um it's a little bit goofy for my taste yeah um it's not enough to make me 100 hate this movie or anything Mm. it's just something that like i could do without it but it's not gonna kill the movie for me yeah michael also is basically pennywise in the sewers for like he just an hour he just lives down there for an hour of the movie hour yeah uh actually he's barely in the movie we should point that out not he's not in the movie until like the last like third act literally yeah like to look the third act which to be fair the original halloween you would see glimpses of him mm-hmm. in like the background and stuff but he wasn't really into the movie until like the last half well, no hour. but you feel that uh, atmospheric that feeling. atmosphere this yeah. one doesn't really do that because you know he's just stuck in the fucking sewer yeah. just and here's another thing i guess I'll, I'll bring this up too michael is turned into an old decrepit bastard in this because he can barely walk he limps At along first well yes and then he he gets his life okay. force back so but here's what happens uh that Mulaney guy I was talking about mm-hmm. that's in this movie uh Corey basically gets him to trail him mm-hmm. uh knocks or gets him to follow him into the sewer yeah. and then uh Michael Myers kills the guy and starts going fucking Hulkamania I'm a, not so- fucking kidding Hayden was writing something down when I nudged him to show him this Michael Myers slits his throat uh, stabs him and his arms start shaking mm-hmm. and he's like doing the Hulkamania like no you yeah. so thing. it's fucking hilarious the, so the theory people have that Michael like kills people and it, it, it like gives him a life force I'm yeah. starting to believe that, that shit now because then he gets youthful and like fights Lori at the ending and I'm like oh yeah. so now he's not old and decrepit anymore I guess killing really does help Michael that, that's not necessarily a new thing in this franchise I guess not um, but... Halloween the Thorn trilogy, four, five, and six, introduced a thing where I think he has to like kill his whole family what and he'll be released the from this curse. Yeah, it's not new. Okay, it's frankly um, um not good. But yeah, so Corey essentially then starts like being mentored under Michael to become the next evil. Yeah. And I kind of hate this because for two reasons. One, you kind of take away like the whole legacy of like this, this is where we lo- split. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I figured we'd split on this, but. One, I get it's trying to create a new identity for the series, and it's trying to basically, like, project a brand new, like, evil into the universe with Corey, which I don't necessarily mind. It's just in execution, it's not that well done, because Corey starts to become comically goofy. Like, when him and Allison are riding around on the bike, and they're talking to each other all sexy and stuff, I'm like, this feels straight out of the CW, and I fucking hate every minute of this. So, here's my opinion on the mentor thing. It's not new. Oh, it's, yeah, well, I've heard there's copycat killers in the series. Uh, no, there's not. Friday the Thirteenth has copycat Oh, okay, killers. so maybe it's that uh, one. Halloween mm-hmm. in Halloween Four, 
at the end, uh, Jamie oh, Lloyd... that's... Yeah, I've heard about this. Uh, puts on... Or she has, like, the clown costume mm-hmm, after Michael's head of... Michael Myers was going after her. Yeah. Uh, she killed her mom in the bathtub with a pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this and is Loomis, a new Loomis tries to shoot and, her and gets stopped. Yeah, I, yeah okay, like, I, that's what I was referring to. the gun and, like, yelling, yeah. No! I'm referring to that because that's when people are like, oh, there's a copycat killer in this series. I'm like, oh. oh. Yeah. So that was something that, like, everyone mm-hmm. uh, connected to the franchise wanted them to, like, uh, Try. Donald Pleasance wanted them to follow yeah. through with that. Uh, the Danielle Harris, the girl that plays um, Jamie Lloyd, she wanted them to follow through with that. Like, they, they wanted that. But uh, I think it was Mustafa Akkad, perhaps? Mufasa? The- that's racist. No, you're referring to the Lion King. You're Ryan, right. we're talking about Halloween ends, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Mustafa Akkad, I think, like, he had a whole different idea for the franchise, so it never went that way. Mm. The reason I like this is because it felt like they took that little idea mm. of someone related to Michael Myers and yeah. made it someone unrelated, but who had a who had an experience that changed him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do agree that go- that Corey can be a little bit goofy, mm-hmm. um, a little bit unserious for my yeah. taste, but I do like the idea of a mentor, uh, mm-hmm. mentorship within the uh, the franchise, and I would have almost liked <laughs> to see something happen with that but at the same I time know. i understand them the, pro- the problem is i don't like that michael myers of all horror characters is doing it because it it's yeah. not a michael thing michael's a mindless killer like we talked about this when we talked about like the franchise like this reboots really helped it because it brought michael myers back into the fold of just being a mindless killer right like he has no motive he just goes are on you and telling kills. me when buster rhymes uh <laughs> took a power cord and plugged it into his testicles that wasn't fucking cool as fuck. I've never seen that movie. You need to. Okay. Are you um, telling me that when LL Cool J? <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, continue. Uh, anyways, so um, I don't kind of like that for Michael because this this series was trying to reestablish him as a mindless killer with no motive because it got rid of the stupid-ass Laurie Strode is a brother and sister thing bullshit. Hey, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, they finally embraced the fact that, like, Michael... Like, what makes Michael scary is he's unpredictable, right? Well, now he's he's succumbed to that because he's getting older and is like, I need new blood to mentor. And it just kind of feels out of place because Michael would just straight up well, murder Corey. The thing is, I don't think Michael wanted to. I think Corey forced it upon him. But then, even then, it's like Corey kicks his ass in the sewer and takes his mess. I'm like, Michael Myers wins. That scene was fucking stupid. It's so fucking dumb. Uh, watching... I fucking hated it. Okay, so they had the camera sitting inside of the entrance to the sewer. Good shot, um, but... It's a fine shot yeah. for Batman. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's a fine shot when it's Batman and it's dark and it's being lit up yeah. by the gunfire. It's not a good shot mm-hmm. when it's Corey... Uh, uh, trying to fight Michael Myers and take his mask from him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're just an old man. Yeah, he, like, shoves him to the ground. He goes, you're old. Takes his mask. And then Michael does this sit-up thing and turns. And, like, yeah. there was a part of me that's like, oh, Michael would fucking, like, crawl out the sewer superhumanly fast, grab Corey, and tear his fucking skull open. But they're going for the whole, like, oh, new blood thing with Corey, which I get. Because when Corey then, I guess this is... Corey get- goes, taunts the bullies by mm-hmm. scratching Psycho into the hood of their yeah. car. 
or one of their car mm-hmm. um they follow him to his dad's mechanic shop which yeah might be a reference to christine i'm not sure um probably it's it is i mean they had the thing that, that's true they, they had the showed thing. the thing so it might have been but uh yeah so he they follow him he kills one of them which is like a stab to the eye Mm -hmm. uh he kills another one uh no he doesn't kill her right away he she climbs over the fence and he drives into the fence and she's just underneath it Mm -hmm. uh one of them he kills with a wrench i think a pipe wrench Mm -hmm. yeah and uh his dad gets shot by one of the bullies on accident Mm -hmm. and then he kills the other bully by like torching him to death with a uh, uh with a welding thing he, he like, uh yeah it, it's a welding blowtorch yeah he's like torching him to death yeah it's like jesus uh and then after that he goes to the radio station and he kills the radio random host. radio host number five yeah who, uh again like i said david it looks cool like i said david gordon green just introduces characters to die and gives them no character yeah. that's a that's a thing this guy had like a little bit of an introduction but it Barely. wasn't enough to make it like worthwhile mm-hmm. like yeah he was kind of a dick because his secretary dies also i'm like oh pointless kill she did nothing uh, wrong yeah pointless. she was just there. His, his kill was unique i kind of liked when he cut out the tongue of him and yeah, it got I, stuck on the record player I really, and kept skipping. I really thought it was cool how like um he he bashed his head into the record player cut his tongue off and you could just hear it skipping yeah over i the really tongue. like that <laughs> that's and good. it just keeps going over the yeah. radio too um so Corey essentially becomes Michael because he gets his own jumpsuit and he gets he takes the mask from Michael, like we said. Um, and in the whole time, I'm just thinking like, okay, if this would work in a sense, if like the movie went with him as like the new series, like series antagonist. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, he's going to die, and they're going to just throw this whole new identity out the window because I think that's my biggest issue with the movie is it's trying to create a new identity for the franchise. Yeah. But in the end, it kills that new identity and goes, let's go back to the old shit. And oh man, yeah. That's a big issue, and I think that's why I didn't like the movie as much as I'm like, well, if you want to go full with Corey, like I may not love it, like try it because you will then be able to carry on the legacy of the yeah. Halloween franchise. I'm this, sure some fans would like Corey as the new Michael Myers, but just that's the problem. They they basically kill him off, and then they're like, let's go back to Michael, and then the series is like over. They're trying to close book it again for John, even though John knows these movies are not John as good as his Carpenter original. John doesn't fucking Yeah, care. and I love that. And he's just like, give me my fucking check. <laughs> oh, I, we forgot to mention that Nick Castle did have a um, little cameo it during nice. the party. Yeah. Uh, he plays a flasher. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I actually would have really liked it if they would have, like, kept Corey alive mm-hmm. and did, like, a, I don't know, sp- spinoff or something mm-hmm. of, uh, this new trilogy, I guess, yeah. and had something with him because, you know, it doesn't have to be the guy underneath the mask. It it's can be true. literally yeah. anyone, and they could just, you know, do some retconning and be like, oh, he looks different now mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, well... It's not like the franchise is afraid of retconning. They, they also could have just fucked him up at the ending, like burn him or something. Like, just, you know, yeah. like, made his face deformed yeah. so that way you can cast older actors like, as he ages, you yeah. know? I, I mean, that's... I guess Halloween two yeah. where they lit Michael Myers on fire. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> um, there's also some shit in here that I just kind of felt like, ooh, remember this? Because remember, Michael does the wall kill with the knife with the, yep. the assistant lady. I'm like, oh wow, a reference to the first movie. I haven't seen that shit a billion fucking times. I'll be honest, I did like that. I know. Okay, it was and, a solid kill. Though. Yeah, I read a review on this movie. They were calling it the Rise of Skywalker of the franchise, and I walked out going, "It's not that bad." Like Rise of Skywalker is a fucking shitty movie that just plays on your nostalgia. But like when they play on the nostalgia beat, sure, it's annoying, but it's not like as annoying as the shit they've done to like Star Wars. Oh yeah, like 
in in my opinion, all of the callbacks and stuff, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, for a fan, it's got to be worthwhile. Because yeah. Michael Myers has been around for, oh my god, like almost 50 years. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's going to like remember some of his uh, kills that he probably likes to do more mm-hmm. or something. So he's going to stab somebody up on a wall and he's, yeah. you know... I like that because it keeps some kind of continuity, even mm-hmm. though this franchise knows nothing about continuity. Yeah. Um, I did like that whole kill, too, because at, it was, like, at the the doctor's house where mm-hmm. he brings one of the nurses back because they're having an affair or something. Yeah. Um, and Corey is doing a fucking bang-up job killing that doctor. I swear <laughs> to God. He's got a bag over his head, and he's stabbing him, like, in the uh-huh. cheek or something. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Michael Myers has better form because he's a fucking man-beast. He yeah. just grabs that woman by the throat, picks her up, stabs a knife through her into the wall, mm-hmm. and he's like, look at that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also wanted to... What was it I wanted to talk about? I'm looking at my notes again here. Look at my chicken scratch notes. Um, oh, the Lori and Allison stuff. So I kind of yeah. like this a little bit. Like, it's one of the saving graces of the movie. I understand what they're trying to do here. Like, the new blood wants to move on, explore new territory. Like, yep. don't live in Haddonfield forever. One of my biggest complaints with Halloween Kills was how all these fucking characters stayed in Haddonfield and didn't move on. Because those killings were 40 fucking years ago. And, like, yeah. it would make sense for all those people, like, uh, the nurse and Lonnie or whatever the fuck his name was, like, to all move on to new places and stuff. Because, like, it's forty mur- three murders from 40 years ago. Who gives a fuck, basically, right? Um, Actually, it's four (laughs) technically four yeah um but anyways like that was one of my biggest issues and this one it kind of felt like they heard that criticism or like okay well let's give alice the motivation to like be done with haddonfield because her family died here basically and the only like legacy piece she has left over is her grandma obviously and they do a really good job with like Corey kind of feeding into like her angst to get out of haddonfield and i like it that the two of them confront each other yell at each other have a moment and like at first Lori's like heartbroken about it but she knows like inside Allison there's going to be that guilt of like I can't leave my grandma behind obviously because like Michael's still out there and that's her only own motivation to keep going and stuff and it's what causes her to come back at the ending but one thing I absolutely love about Lori is the whole movie she's the nice grandma right like trying to be a nice grandma but the minute like you think that she's just gonna give up and like commit suicide which was a dark fucking scene I was like oh my god I did not think they were gonna go there with this movie yeah um you, you hear the gunshot, you see the blast on the wall, and obviously it's Corey walking up as Michael, and then the door creaks open, she goes, do you really think I'd fucking kill myself? And she shoots him twice and he falls off the balcony, which, I love that. She's kept her on guard mode despite becoming like a friendly grandma now. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, when she shot the gun at first, did you think she actually killed herself? No. I was gonna say. Because no. it, it was obviously pumpkin on the oh, wall. Oh yeah. Um, and it also shows how much of a bitch Corey is. Because she shot him twice and he's just like sitting there going... <gasps> Michael Myers ain't no bitch, dude. Michael Myers would take those gunshots, he's get pure. up and fucking kill again. He's pure evil. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. The darkest eyes, the devil's eyes. Mm. They start to show Corey with darker eyes throughout the movie. Yeah, it's the same. He's a fuck. shit character. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I didn't mind the uh, Lori and Allison stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking hell. That last little bit there when Allison comes in and sees Lori with the knife. Yeah, so I, I felt th- like that was like 
unnecessary drama that they just kind of pushed it in. It easily can be explained, too, because sake. all Allison has to do is look down at the Michael Myers mask and go, wait, what the, what the fuck what happened the here? Happened? Because yeah. I was like, no, she should not be pissed because she should see the yeah. mask next to the knife, but they want to drag it up for drama. I get yeah. that, but, like, it's Benefit dumb. of the doubt, I will give them... Uh, Benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying I agree. I'm not it. saying David Gordon Green's a good them, director. <laughs> yes, I'm going to give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. She could have uh, just been very upset and not noticed it and mm-hmm. thought that Lori actually killed her. Yeah. I give them the benefit of the doubt there on that, but mm-hmm. it's also very fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, I I do like the image of the radio tower on fire. I don't know why. I just think it looks cool. It was CG too. Was know? it fucking CG? Yeah. God damn it. Light a real radio tower on fire, you cowards. <laughs> you have the money for it, Blumhouse. I know you do. The black phone made so much fucking money for you. Did it? Oh, yeah, that movie made bank. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I like that I'm kind of glad for it, too. Good for you. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, who doesn't need any more money, but... Um, hey, everyone could use a little bit more money. Yeah. Especially billionaires. Yeah. Don't we love billionaires, Don't Hayden? we all love we billionaires? We all love billionaires. I love billionaires. Um... Yeah, but I kind of like how Corey at first, like, his little master plan is to obviously kill himself in front of Lori and plant the knife on her, which that would have had to have gone swimmingly well. Like, if Lori doesn't take the knife out of his neck, it just kind of looks like, oh, did he fucking kill himself? Because they dust it for fingerprints and go, yes, this fucking kid killed himself. (laughs) Fingerprints are not on the blade. See, Allison, I didn't do it. But, um... I don't know why she took the knife out. Yeah, I don't either. Like, if you already hate the kid. Lori has a big thing for that. Taking knives out of stuff and just dropping them. Yeah. It happens a lot in the original Halloween. It happens a lot throughout this trilogy. She just likes to take knives out of stuff and drop it. Yeah. What the fuck, Lori? Um, But Lori's, you know, sitting there traumatized, and then she looks over, and the back door is open. And we're like, oh, here we go. It's what we all paid admission for. It took this long to get to it, but here we are. Um, I didn't mind that it took that long because it was actually fucking kind of good i don't think you like that's where you and i disagree with the Corey stuff no i'm talking about the michael myers stuff oh well yeah we we disagree about that too yeah i really like that stuff with michael myers okay um so michael is like sneaking through the house he fucking kills Corey. he's sneaking through the house (laughs) oh yeah snaps his neck yeah snaps doesn't he stomp on his head no No. Mm -mm. Corey stomps on the girl's head that's underneath the fence and it's like a pussy ass like blood splurt whereas when michael yeah. did it to sartain it became fucking soup so it looked like he stomped on a watermelon exactly yeah uh but yeah so michael myers kills Corey, and he's like trying to find laurie strode they have a good fight scene and then michael myers gets pinned down he's uh he gets put down onto the island in the middle of the kitchen i thought they were gonna crucify him at first oh no that's not uh the cult stuff that's in oh. the, the cult of thorn trilogy oh. you need to keep up oh. fucking oh. dumb it get around to sorry it one day. uh but yeah i uh i i did like that because you know michael myers in a way always had this power over her mm-hmm. because he traumatized her when she was young and all that mm-hmm. so now she has the power over him she can do whatever she wants to him. So she yeah. takes his mask off because for some reason this franchise has fascination with taking off Michael Myers' mask. Yeah. She takes his mask off. He uh, he chokes her and he starts to do that like look into the eyes thing. Mm-hmm. And Allison cuts it off before anything can happen because I think the idea was that he was probably going to try and turn her evil. Mm-hmm. 
um, she sl- they sl- slit his throat. They tie him to the top of the car. Yeah, and this shit I also didn't like. I thought it was corny. I, I thought I was like, I will say it was corny. I was like, there's some the humanitarian laws being broken here, and Haddonfield would be. Invest- it's a movie. I know, so but it's just like this is not. It, no, I'll I'll say this. It was corny as fuck. <laughs> it probably wasn't the greatest thing. Uh, in execution, it looks kind of shit. I didn't hate it. I do Because like- it gave us the image of Michael Myers inside of this fucking, like, what, industrial, like, grinder. metal grinder mm-hmm. thing. Just being crushed. <laughs> and it was practical, too. It's a dummy that yeah. gets crushed yeah. up. So. Was it really a practical dummy? Yeah, because his body... Well, you can tell it is as soon as it goes into the oh. grinder and his head explodes, like, into pieces. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's practical, but... At least we got that. Yeah, I'm sure John was like, we're not doing fucking CG as long as I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I sure hope that Dead Space movie is good. I hope it comes out. But then, essentially, like, we get closure for the series, so Allison does finally move on from Haddonfield, and everybody else goes about their normal lives, and then Laurie... Laurie's, like, finishing her book. Yeah, finishes her book, and then Hawkins shows up and is like, hey, remember that romance they wrote for us like a movie ago? Yeah, why don't we just bring it back here at I, the ending? I okay. do gotta say, I do like how Hawkins just looks like crazy old man. Because, <laughs> like, he's got that, like, you know, his hair is, like, kind of, like, not done. It's, like, kind of just, like, yeah. bed head, like, floofed out. Will Patton just woke up and said, all right, I'm ready to shoot the scene. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, they gotta wipe the old man crust off of his face. <laughs> Will, when's the last time you showered? What's a shower? <laughs> Wham! Oh, God. Um, right, my name right on I, I will say... Will Patton is responsible for this franchise continuing because of the shit they said in Kills where he's like, I stopped Loomis from killing Michael that night. Oh. So, fuck that guy. No, he's the reason Michael's no, around. No, It's the actor that played a young version well, of him. still, the, it's the same character. It's David Gordon Green's fault. It is. Well, a it's lot of this Jason is Blum's David Gordon fault. Green's fault and Jason Man, Blum. that Exorcist movie is going to be oh, it's great. Gonna, it's going to fucking suck, dude. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Oh, I also want to say I hated the comedy in this. I still don't like the comedy in there these were, movies. There were some moments that I don't think were meant to be comedic that I found comedic. Like the CW romance? No. Uh, some of the kills, some of the fights. Oh, yeah, they do not Some of the great. fights and some of the kills were fucking amazing. Yeah. It's like... I, I thought that the uh, the kid, the little kid at the beginning, I thought he was kind of annoying. He was. I, he well, was, that's the David Gordon Green shit I hate. Yeah. Where he forces in comedy um, to scenes that don't need In the 2018 movie, they had that little kid that's being babysat. I didn't like him either. I didn't <laughs> think he was terrible. Mm-hmm. This kid in the new one is more annoying, annoying as fuck. Yeah. I was kind of glad when he fell down. I know. <laughs> like, the original Halloween has comedic moments in it, sure. Like, there's there's some... There, no, not really. But there's some subtle things that you can laugh at, like the teenagers being drunk and being like, let's go upstairs and fuck can be funny to some people. But, like... Okay, this isn't Friday the 13th. I know. But, like, <laughs> um, I think that's, like, the downside of there, this new trilogy is yeah. they try to force in comedy for, like, Gen Z, and it's like, no, we don't need there, this. Yeah, you, you can point out a lot of moments in the original Halloween that... Might Especially kind of to the modern age would yeah. be funny. Like Michael Myers standing behind the bush. Or Michael <laughs> Myers like staring up at her in her window. Yeah. Like there are some points where you can be like, okay, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It's any just... more notes, Mr. Uh... Yeah, I'm kind of skimming it to see if there's anything else that I wanted to... There were a few so... things that I wanted to try and remember, but I did. Oh, uh, end of the movie, they played Don't Fear the Reaper. 
for uh, the first verse. Yeah. (laughs) That was extremely disappointing because I was like, oh, we got to stay and listen to this whole um, fucking song. There's also a scene where Laurie confronts Corey because he's been sleeping in the house where he killed that kid. Yeah. And it's bad. I don't like it. It's just... Not the hugest fan. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. That cut they do, though, is pretty cool. That cut's cool. uh, The writing there is just fucking dumb because Laurie's like, I've seen evil like you before. You don't know what evil I am, old woman. Basically, I'm like, ah, who gives a fuck? Uh, The whole movie, the arc for Corey is... He's wearing glasses, you know, geeky. The arc, the arc for guy. Corey is he's supposed to be the new identity of the series, and then the arc's cut off when they kill him off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he. It's it's shit. It, it could have been a better character. Oh much. And I would have appreciated it if they would have just continued with him. If yeah. I don't I, even him. if I don't like it, like continue. Go ahead. Yeah. Try something. Try something. Like, yeah. and that's the thing, because we all know in ten years they're gonna fucking reboot it again, and John's gonna just do music. <laughs> you think it's gonna be ten years? Okay, it'll be less than that. But well, it depends on who gets the rights. Will it be Paramount? Will it be Warner? Will it be Disney? Could you imagine Disney Michael Myers? <laughs> he so I talked. Got, I got something to tell you. Hayden. What's that? Uh, about a year or two ago, there was a book that came out. Mm-hmm. It was someone took the original script for uh-huh. Halloween, yeah, um, and made it into a children's storybook. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I don't think it's actually meant for children, but well, yeah, it's like a collector's thing yeah. for fans. But uh, yeah, it's got like artwork from like what you would expect for a kid's storybook and stuff. It's yeah, great. I mean, like that's just. <sighs> So, let's just do a recap of the series. So, Halloween. Uh, Halloween. Like, ratings or... (laughs) Well, well, just like a recap of our thoughts on each of those movies, and we'll give the ratings for them. So, the original Halloween. Very good slasher. It's a very, very simple movie that works very well. One of the goats of the franchise. Yeah. Well, they're probably still the best. (laughs) Uh, Halloween is up at... uh, Did I say franchise? I'm at genre. Oh, yeah, One of the goats of the genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, Um, yeah. Like, Halloween... Yeah, there were, you know, technically slashes beforehand, but Halloween is really the yeah, movie. It kind of like, embraced the final girl. It was kind of the stepping yeah. stone. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, um, that movie is an 8 out of 10 for me now, believe it or not. I it think used I to have be it up seven. at 9. Yeah, it used to be a 7 for me, and it went to an 8 because I it appreciate it. It used to be a 7 for me, now, uh, for me too, but now it's, mm-hmm. I think I'd have a, up at a 9. Um, yeah, so Halloween 2018 is a good soft reboot. Um, I, oh, you're just doing the... <laughs> I see. But um, I, I kind of like elements in that movie. I like the way that it explores Lori's trauma. I like Michael goes back to his roots. Um, I like characters like Hawkins that are introduced. Allison's a fine character. So's Karen and all them. But it's got some comedy in it and the high school shit I could care fucking less about. And there's a big leap where you have to believe Sartain was planning this whole shit to get Michael to Lori. Um, other than that, I give it a 7. I think I'm still keeping it at a 7. Uh, I like that movie. I like... Um most of the characters I like Michael because they actually make him into like an mm-hmm. actually fucking scary person yep I like the uh, dealing with family trauma mm-hmm. aspect uh, I think I have it at an 8 out of 10 and that's probably where I'll keep it okay uh, Halloween kills fuck this movie everything movie sucks. In it, everything in it sucks they bring back characters nobody remembers to kill them off it's a stupid ass mob mentality message that has a tie in to a message that Jamie evil Le- dies yeah, tonight in, that Jamie Lee Curtis embarrassed herself in an interview trying to explain Oh, oh, you mean this movie... uh, is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Uh, (laughs) It it, it relates itself to the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, God, it's such a bad interview. 
Oh, Jamie. Oh, um, Jamie, what are you doing? Yeah, the, the kills in the movie don't even really impress me that much. Like, there's one with a gun that still pisses me off because that's not how gun physics work. It's fucking hilarious. What do you mean? Uh, okay, whatever. But, it's um, fucking hilarious. Um, but that movie's dog shit. There's not a redeeming quality, but I still give it a 3 out of 10. Dislike. It, yeah, I give it a 3 out of 10 because I do like the 1978 recreation stuff. Oh, yeah. It's shot cool. competently, too. So, yeah. Michael's good. Um, yeah, it it's not a good movie. I like the kills. I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a fucking freak. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Um, so I like a lot of the kills. Other than that, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's just in a hospital bed the whole movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this do nothing. Judy Greer, not uh-huh. Pam Greer, Judy Greer. Uh, she gets killed at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's like fine. I think she just wanted out of her contract. Yeah, most definitely. Uh. Halloween ends. Yeah, Halloween ends. Uh, you want to go first or me? Uh, I can go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like more than I dislike. Mm-hmm. I like the kills. I like the majority of the characters. I think mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis actually puts in a performance. She mm-hmm. is actually doing well. Uh, Allison, I don't remember the actress's name. Uh, I think she's a good enough character. I like how they. Cu- show her like mostly maturing Mm -hmm. uh in this movie because it's a four-year time jump yeah um michael myers is cool for that last 30 minutes um i would have liked to see them do more with the mentorship air quotes Mm. thing um yeah i like a lot of the kills i think i would have to give this a seven out of ten. Ooh. All right. <laughs> now with for... a possibility of going down to a six, okay. depending on a rewatch. Um. All right. Cynical bastard time. Uh. So. Oh, I... we gotta cancel the podcast, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, where was I? Um. So. Um. Like I said, I don't like a lot in this movie. I still think it's well shot. The score is still the best part of this. I like the Allison and. Oh Laurie. fuck! I forgot to mention the score. Well, yeah, the score is great. Um, but the Allison and Laurie stuff is is good for the most part. I kind of like that. Uh, there's some good kills in here, obviously. Like, with the Halloween franchise, you're going to have good kills. But I do not like Corey as a character. I think his writing is quite shit. And I don't like the mentorship thing they do with him and Michael. I also don't like the fact that this movie's trying to create a new identity. And then it abandons that new identity to go back to the old shit. It feels very contradictory. Um, I don't like what they kind of made Michael into with this. But the last 30 minutes between him and Laurie is really satisfying. I don't like the CW bullies i hate the comedy i hate the cw romance between allison and Corey. it's just like a lot of this movie's writing is not very good and i'm trying to look past it to like not just hate it as much as halloween kills and i think for the most part it's got good enough elements to where i can look past it but the score is not much higher than halloween kills because i am only giving this movie a generous four out of ten. Oh, that's i thought you were gonna go lower no, well, kills is out of three, and I hate kills, right? Okay. And I said with for this some one, reason, this one, it's mad. For some reason, I had the idea in my head that you liked it less, but I Mm-mm. think that was just me having no. a brain fart. I had a brain fart. Uh, you're was... fine. You're fine. Um, but yeah, that is a that's a wrap on kind of like our series arc a little bit. We've gone through the Halloween franchise, and yeah. now here we are at the end. Yeah, I can't believe I have to kill you now. No, I can't believe this is the end of an end of me and my podcast. But yeah. um, um, so. You don't mind if I take this recording, right? Oh, no, not at all. But, you have it on um, a hard drive, right? Yeah, not yeah, on a hard drive. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I'll take the hard drive. And then just burn this. It never happened. No, I'm releasing it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And profiting and off of it. And then I'm going to find somebody else to replace you. Oh. Somebody more agreeable. Somebody who's yeah. going to watch the movies and be like, oh, yeah, you're you're so right. I heard that Fahrenheit guy kind of likes it, so. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I guess if you need to kill me for him. But, um, yeah, so that'll do it for this edition of Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Um, there's other movies coming out, you know. No, there's not. <laughs> the, the Rock's got another movie down the pipeline. Uh, Black Panther's coming oh, out. Avatar. Oh, there's this great-looking movie that we keep seeing a trailer for called um, Pray for the Devil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The- <laughs> The Exorcist. No, it looks fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, um, we, you might be back for that Violent Night movie. Oh, yeah. Depending on how it is, I might be back for that. Because that movie looks fucking it does at look least schlocky good. Schlocky fun. And it's from the producers of Nobody. Not the directors or any of the stunt team, but still. I mean, it looks funny. It, looks. It, it does look funny very much. Um, so thank you, Danny, for coming back. I apologize if I called you Brian at any point in this, you know, fucking thing. It's all but good, homie. I know. I'm trying to get used to this, obviously, because, like, I just learned about it two weeks ago, and I'm still in the default from high school. But I promise I will get better. That is my promise. It's all good. We all learn. We all learn. It's all good, man. That show's done. Shut up. It's not done in my heart. No, you gotta watch Slippin' Jimmy now. Yeah. The Adventures of Slippin' Jimmy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, but that'll do it for this edition of uh, Hayden's Pit Stops and I forget the name of this fucking radio show. So uh, I'm too fucking high right now. I don't believe you. Why not? Because you don't do drugs. What do you mean I don't do drugs, cat? Don't you want to go see that brand new Star Wars? No, you some kind of cool cat. <laughs> don't you, don't you want to go see that brand new Star Wars movie that just came out? That came out in like 1976, didn't it? Reality is collapsing in! <laughs> Reality is collapsing in! Help! Help! I like I like how I don't like Star Wars, but for some reason I just knew the year that the original one came out, and it fucked up your bit so bad. Well, actually, 77 is when it uh, Oh. Yeah, so. So it would have already been out of theaters. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Because remember, that's where we discussed the whole did John Carpenter steal the plot twist point from Empire Strikes Back. What the fuck? Yeah, that's that's in the old podcast, remember? The one that no longer exists, but... Empire Strikes Back, the movie that came out after Halloween? But yeah, I meant for Halloween 2. Remember, we talked about like how the brother-sister twist might be the... the, the, the fuck the, did Empire the Strikes Back come out? I think it had to be the end of the 70s, right? Because Return of the Jedi was 83. Why are we talking about Star Wars? Uh, Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980, and Halloween 2 came out in 1981. So, yes. John Carpenter was drunk. Leave him alone. He went and saw Empire Strikes Back and goes, huh, that twist was good. No, he doesn't like those modern contemporary directors, you dick. I know. (laughs) Those bums. (laughs) I love you, John. Thank you for... I can't wait for your Dead Space movie, John. (laughs) But that'll do it for this edition of Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Uh, any closing remarks? Uh, no. Yeah, that's how I feel. God's too. dead. I've seen the movies. He's not. Kevin Sorbo disagrees. Kevin Ke- Sorbo disagrees. Kevin Sorbo deserves an Oscar. Kevin Sorbo should have been the Sandman <laughs> in Spider-Man. He would have won his Oscar. <laughs> I told you about that, right? Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. I thought... I, uh, no, not when I was a kid. As an adult, I thought that Kevin Sorbo was the Sandman from Spider-Man. <laughs> well, that'll do it for this edition of Aiden's Entertainment Hour. We shall see you next time. Yeah.